יאללה. Start the hakika. Start the hakika Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. Sounds like a plan. Sounds like a plan. Start right now with a glass of coffee. My kids got these cups. I don't know how they were exactly. Were. You're supposed to just drink it. Let's try it. Amen. Does 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 lid burn my tongue? I know, that's what I'm afraid of. No, she can't, like, coordinate. All right, here we go. Okay, so we're talking about because when a person wakes up in the morning, he definitely has a certain level of chumrius, of gasus, etc., etc. And and this is a problem. Have any t- anyone holding on to any tissues out there? No. Oh, perfect. Yeah, perfect. Here we go. Start again. Okay, so here we go. So he says, Valzeh, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven lines from the bottom of the page by the period. Valzehu inyan psukit zimra. Shehi chakika mi bechutz. That this is the chakika mi bechutz. What is the idea here? To go out from your original standing place. In other words, what's your matzav? Matzav harishon, mainly when you wake up in the morning uh, for the day. That's the one nakuda. And also there's another nakuda, which is the idea of bichlal. What's your matzav? Where are you holding in the world? Where are you holding, not because I woke up this morning. No, bichlal, where are you holding? That there has to be a chakika mibachutz that <clears throat> to start to change oneself, to move away from the coarseness of, of, of what a person is. Right? That is the idea of this chakika. Just like a person is like carving out all the bark on the, on the, on the, on the log of the tree, or like they have like, you know, the, like the different knots uh, like, you know, of wood that you have to like sort of carve out in order to make that keili that you're trying to make out. So that's not going to make you the keli. But before you can make the keli, you have to first, you know, start the process. That's, that's sort of the idea of what we're talking about here. What we're talking about is getting away from the chumrius and the gases. Like a big, hey, people that work on uh, like a big log of, of wood. Like in order to make from this uh, like this big chunk of wood, a cleat, like we were talking about, first thing you have to do is you have to carve it out from the outside. Right? And afterwards, you start to carve out the inside. So there's two chakikas that need to take place. And then you have a chakika mibifnim. Right? First thing a person has to work on is the outside. Then the inside, and that's what he says. Come okay. Now look here, right? The here the muscle is what? The muscle is the big chunk of wood, right? What's the nimshal? What's the nimshal here? You. You, the person, right? We're not talking about you know. Usually when we think about muscle and nimshal, we're talking about a person is the muscle and nimshal is Hashem. Over here, the muscle is the the big chunk of wood, and the nimshal is the person. What does it mean? Lizamer aritzim. 
so it's interesting. Evil people, is that what you said? Okay, that's good, that's good, actually. Lazamer literally means to sing, but there's also another way of understanding the word Lazamer. What is Lazamer? Uh, well, that's to similar. To play like an instrument. No, to also to play, down. but it's to cut, right, exactly, to Whoa. prune, to prune. Right? You learned that song? I look at the English translation. Oh, he's telling away all his secrets. Yeah, Zachariah knows his stuff. And now that he's like uh, on a roll here in the morning, you better watch out, you guys. This guy is hard to uh, hard to hard to catch up with. Here we go. Lezamer aritzim. Lezamer aritzim means what? It's it's a it's a it's a part of a pasuk in Yeshaya. That over there he talks about cutting down the people that are are not appropriate people. Right, that's what it talks about, pruning them out, so to speak. So here he's talking about the idea of like pruning yourself, pruning out the gaiva. Aritzim are mainly like gaivadika people, right? That's just basically what aritzim are. Right? Let's say namely that you have to lizamer yourself. Lizamer means to prune yourself, prune away all the negativity, prune away all the chumris, prune away all the all the gases. This is the main avoda of Pesukah de Zimra. So uh, I just want to point out, right? So he's saying that the main avoda of Pesukah de Zimra is like to, it's not necessarily to make yourself, right, to, to this, like he said before, this unbelievable ava, you know, of Ratzah to Hashem, and that's not what it is. It's to like put yourself in the right perspective. Right? You're talking to Hashem. Right? You're talking about Hashem. You're talking to Hashem. Who are you talking to, right? It's like when a person goes to have a big meeting. With a, you know with a CEO or something like that, so the first thing I remember we used to do is we would learn a lot about the company, right? You want to you want to learn a lot about the company because you have to see right what what who is this you know what what is the company that you're dealing with? Then you try to learn as much as you can about the person, like what kind of person is this CEO? You know who is he? Where did he go to school? What is he doing? You know et cetera et cetera like that to be able to put yourself into like a fit thing before you even have the meeting before you have the meeting you have to like know you know who you're meeting you have to put your your your, your head straight so that's what he's saying here that's the avoda psukah de zimra is namely through this praises of hashem like we were saying before the hafla of the bria is very wondrous. It's explained elsewhere. How everything is created through one speech. So what does that mean? Lifts up his soul from where it was before. That's right. Right, you start to reckon. Oh, you know, I'm dealing with Hashem. I'm, I'm dealing with you know. Look at look at this unbelievable thing. Look at what's going on over here. You know, it's it changes your perspective. Now, if you spend your whole time talking about uh, Chumrius, right, and what's the latest uh, movies and what's the latest uh, designers and the latest cars and this, so that's where you're, that's where you're going to be, right? If you're spend, spending your time talking about the Tishbachos of Hashem and starting to understand, you know, what is Hashem and what does He do and what does He do, you know, even from the, just one breath alone, so then that's where you're going to be. Right? We're not talking about Iskafia here. We're not talking about uh, a vote of Mitzad, you know, working on yourself in that way that we were talking about. We're talking about Bichlal, just, you know, where is your brain? Where, where, where is your headspace? Yeah? Right? What's the key point here, Isaac? So you don't really, like, it's 
Right, it's not like it's not like you're you're deeply thinking about the depth of of, 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 of what the king is. You're just praising him. You're just putting yourself in the proper mindset. Let's put it that way. Kim shahaflasa inyan poyil bobi his pilus. Hasaga. What's hasaga mean? To grasp, understand in, a, in an intellectual way, to try to reach towards something. Kiim bahaflasa inyan poyil bobi his pilus. What's a hispilus? Kind of just like an effect. An effect, in fact, right? It affects you, right? That through the hafla of the Indian, through the wondrousness of the Indian, it's going to affect upon you a an a affection. I, I mean, that's not really the word, proper word in English, but uh, but it's like the noun of effect. What would be the noun of effect in English? I don't know. They try to say that kundusi spilus. They translate it as the kund the tract on ecstasy. I don't know. That's a little bit of an extreme word to use for that, but but uh, but uh, but the idea is that a person who is being affected. What's the verb? What's the noun? Aroused. The the it will cause an arousal, but it's not really arousal. It's just it's something that you, it's going to cause a result on you. That's basically really the, the the you know the if you want to say the lowest common denominator of that word, ispilus. That means like that. At least you're moved in some way. If you're aroused, like you're like wild, you know. But but it's like you're some some call to action. Doesn't it have a negative connotation? No, no, it has a par of connotation. I I just heard recently about a certain word that I thought it was that word that has a negative connotation. So like that, no. Also a par of. Depends how you use it. Like most words, depends how you use it. What's the context? Because a person winds up, interesting words that he uses here. He changes, right? And misraimim means he, he lifts up. He, becomes, he lifts himself up, basically. He is becoming lifted up from this. And I want to just repeat what I was saying before. What is the topic of conversation in your brain? That's basically what it's about. If the topic of conversation is about you know, I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, always the new car and, and what's the latest model of Tesla and, you know, like that kind of stuff. Or if you're constantly talking about, um, you know, who is this football player or this hockey player or this, this. Or you're constantly talking about the politics, you know, Trump did this and Trump did that. Uh, uh, uh. So that's where you are. That's, that's really where you are. But if you're talking about Hashem, right, you're talking about Hasidis, you're talking about Hasidim. So that's where you are. So it, it's, it's, it's not, in other words, by talking about these things, it's not making a deep impression necessarily on your inside. That's what he's saying here. But it does affect the outside. That's the chakika b'mechutz, right? If I spend all my day, time, you know, at, uh, you know, at the, at the Shabbat, we're going to get to this in Kuntus of Hoida, it might be in a couple of weeks, at the Shabbos table. And what do we talk about at the Shabbos table? We talk about the politics. What's, what's happening in, in politics, right? Who's going to win the presidential, you know, this? And who's going to win the Senate? And who's going to win the governor? Who's going it, to... It, it's... It, that's where I am. That's basically where I'm holding. Or I'm talking about, you know, who's going to win the Super Bowl this year. Or I'm talking about, uh, oh, the latest uh, Armani suit. I don't know. Armani's still a popular uh, designer? I don't even know. Whatever. Back in the 80s, yeah. he was popular. And... Anyway, so, uh, so if that's, where, that's what I'm talking about, uh, that's what I'm talking about, so that's where I am. It doesn't mean I'm like deeply, you know, go, no, but that, that's like basically where you are. 
right? And that's where you'll stay. That's where your your Shabbos table, even though it's a holy place, like that's where that's where your Shabbos table is. Uh, on the other hand, if you're talking about stories of Sadiqim, Divrei Torah, singing Nigunim, so that's where you are, and that's where your Shabbos table will be. So the same thing applies to everyday life. You know, when you're walking around, what what are you talking about? What's the narrative in your brain? Right now, the narrative in your brain is is only like you know what I'm thinking about as I'm walking around, whatever. It's not a deep of the person it's a symptom of where you're holding it's true but it's it can be changed quite easily right in other words that's why a person you know Hashem should help us all to memorize you know Tanya and Mishnayis Balpeh you know uh, always always every time I, you know we start these projects you know then all of a sudden you, you, like, you, you forget it and then you don't yeah, yeah, yeah. okay so everyone should have the strength to be able to do that but that's it there's an Indian there's an Indian to walk around now, when you're walking around saying words of, of, of Mishnayis Balpeh, for example, doesn't mean you have a deep understanding of the Mishnayis Balpeh. But at least, that's your Chakika Mibachutz. Like, that's where, you're, that's, where you're, that's where you're traveling. You're traveling in that realm. And that's what he's saying here. Mishtanim Misraimim. Right? That's what he's saying. It's going to change you. Right? It's going to change you and it's going to lift you up. So the same thing with that's what's supposed to happen with Pesukah de Zimra. When Pesukah de Zimra, when you're talking about Asher Yoshei Beisecha, Poseyach Esedecha, Umasbiya Lechol Chayrotzon, right? These are words that if you think a little bit about what the meaning of the words are, it starts to like, okay, I'm talking about Hashem. And like, say, you know, push hold on your, in your you know, basic narrative, what's going on in your brain right now. And you say, oh, Poseyach Esedecha, you have to think about that. You know, but, okay. But again, it's not changing you. In a deep way, that's what we're saying. Kamokin hubahi lulim tishbachos the kriyashma. Also, the the lulim tishbachos says here kriyashma. It probably should be. Um, okay, so so he's changes this in footnote one one oh six. Right. So you know, so it could be pesuket zimra. He's still talking about. I think it means or birchas kriyashma, not kriyashma per se. Because kriyashma is not. Uh, time when we sing Hilulim Tishbachots. Okay, so Kamoshikas with Makam Acher, Dibre Maskalechlecha, Tokre Samach Base. Fine. Right there. Bahi Deze, Bacharkach, Bekriyashma. Right? Then afterwards, after you've had this, you know, Chakikim Bechuts, so now you're ready for Kriyashma and the Iker Bishmona Esrei. Bechinas Ha, he's spilus with Dvekas, Hanefish, with Nimius Havaya. Makes sense, right? Everyone's good? Yes? Right? Namely, here we're talking about Hashem Himself. Now we're talk- not talking about just, right, Imcha, right, Lochafatzi, right, the idea of the ray of Hashem, or the idea of the, 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 the breath of His mouth. Befrat, Bishmona Esrei, Shehu, Bechinas, Hadveikis, Vahabitl, Bechinas, Atmos, Orein Sov. And in particular, the idea of Shimon Esrei, which is this idea of now total Bittl. That's the concept, right? The total Bittl of a person, right? That he doesn't even speak, he doesn't think, he's just standing in front of Hashem in this way of complete Dveikis. And here we're talking about Dveikis and the Abishter himself. Pnimius for Atmos or Right? Anibat Sadik. Echse, echse means what? To see, to see, to see. Panecha, your face. Right? Again, we're talking about Pnimius. So we're talking about this movement from Chitsonius to Pnimius. That's what we're talking about here. 
right? And you should know this is also for you, Teva, right? That's the whole Nakuda of the Mimer from, uh, from the Chasana, right? What's the name of the Mimer? Oh, Hashem. Okay, at least we're starting, right? So the whole Nakuda over there is the importance of the Chitonius, the importance of the Chitonius part of the relationship. Right, the idea of the uh, the importance of the bedekin. The bedekin is where the man puts the cloth on the woman's face. Right, in other circles, it's like a very jolly time. Right, they're dancing in. Right, they're dancing out. Right, it's very labedekin music. I don't know if anyone's ever been to a non-labavish wedding. Right, another from wedding, but that's basically the style. By labavish, it's very serious. Right, it's after of his nigan. People are crying. I mean, it's like a very uh, emotional time. Uh, the bedekin. Uh, it, uh, you know, in other places, not so emotional. It's like very fun. You know, it's like a fun thing. You know, oh, let's put a veil on our face. But it's a, in in terms of uh, in terms of uh, of when you learn Hasidus and what it's about, it's very very serious uh, and it's very intense because the whole idea of the connection, how it has to start off a connection with Chitzonius, and through the connection of Chitzonius, that's how you're able to get to a connection with Pneumius. And it, you know, you'll learn the mimer at the right time, but the idea, Hashem, right? Uh, but that's a, it's a similar idea. We see in a lot of places in Hasidus this idea of of this chitzonius going to pnimius, that it's it's very important to start with the chitzonius in order to then get to the pnimius, as opposed to trying to just go straight to the pnimius. It doesn't really work. Right, the chitonius is the stepping stone in order to get to the panemius, and the same thing with davening every day. Right, that there's, there's, it has to be this, this gradual uh, approach to where I'm developing my relationship with Hashem. The same idea. That's why a lot of people, between, you know, after they, after they finish uh, Yishtabach, right, it's like they take a break in terms of, you know, they stop and think for a little while, they readjust themselves, right, to, because now you're moving into a different realm. Right, you're not going to Birchas Kriyashma as opposed to where you were before, Sukkot Zimra, right? Okay. So you're saying that that's actually, like, if you're going to choose a point to really think and meditate, that not just, not just any point in Sukkot Zimra, but there's, it's like right before Kriyashma. Well, it's different times. Of course, you meditate before you start, right? And there's different shifts in the davening, like the shift from Hodu, that the whole discussion to after to Baruch Shamar is a shift right Hodu is like what's the concept of Hodu gratitude like gratitude just moida'ani like they're just just uh, you know it's the beginning of the situation Hodu right it's like just no no real uh, concentration so to speak in terms of you know understanding the exact details it's just like I'm giving myself over that's the beginning that's the idea of Kabbalah's old the idea of the start of the thing Pesukit Zimra is much more detailed. Pesukit Zimra is talking about all the creations of Hashem, talking about, like we've been talking about here, it's like putting yourself in a different mindset to understanding we're talking about how Hashem created this, created that, da, 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 da. but it's focusing on all these different creations. So again, it's like separate from, so to speak, separate from Hashem. It's not Hashem, it's Hashem's creation. Then you have another break between, right, uh, after Yishtabach, right, the Birchas Kriyashma. Which is idea now we're going to a different realm right now we're going into the world of uh, you know officially you know uh, the world of Bria whatever and that's already a different realm that's more focusing on the panemius and then there's between you know Shema and then Shemona Esrei it's again you're shifting and then you have highest level which is apparently uh, you know according to Chazidus which is Tachanun which is you know a, a whole different level we fall on our faces and everything like that that's that's even further right and then you have to bring it all back down and right going back down you go from uh, what you call tachanun, 
to uh, uh, what you want to call it to uh, to Ashrei, and then Ashrei, you know, Ubalatzi on that whole section. Then to Shir uh, Yom is the next section. Then you go down to right with Ein Kelokenu. It's bringing it down again, and that that's basically the movement back. You're going up, and then you're going down. That's, that's where it goes. Yeah. During Tachanun, while we're while we're going with that, yeah. Let's say someone's saying Kaddish. Should we stop, look up, and then go back down? You say Amen, you answer it, you answer it, Amen, during Tachanah. Oh, like, kind of completely just... Uh, I don't know, I don't know. I don't think most people do that. Like, they, you could just say Amen, okay. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess. Well, you could stop it. I don't know. I heard somewhere that the, the Rebbe was, like, leaning on his gender. Yeah. During Kaddish, he would straighten up at the age of Rebbe. For during Tachanun, I doubt that they would say, they would be saying Kaddish when the Rebbe was saying Tachanun. No, I no, find no, that hard to believe. Uh, well, Yehishmei Rabba, right? There's the idea that you stand maybe, or that people, in order that if they don't standing, at least they should uh, they should uh, you know sort of lift themselves up in their chair. That's a concept, yeah. But uh, it would never happen that they would be saying Tachanun. The Rebbe is Rebbe is saying Tachanun, and they're saying Kaddish. Impossible. They would never have gone ahead of him. Okay. Yep. Hilulim is also an idea of praises, like Haluka. It's not like Hilul, I think. It's Hilul. That's Hilul Hashem. Right. It's Hilul with a hey. Yeah. Okay. So the idea is, so here he's giving you basically a whole uh, meditation here of what to think about and what, where you're going. So now we're going to the next level. So he says like this, That's why you would make a break for a second and stop for a second, even if it's just for 10 seconds, you know, to readjust your brain. Could be 30 seconds, could be 60 seconds, whatever. You know, it doesn't, you know, we're not talking about uh, meditating for a half hour in between. We're not holding at that level. Don't fool yourselves. Right, but at least that there's, that there's a different idea. Here, the meditation of Kriyashma, right, and Birka's Kriyashma is a totally different meditation than Pesukit Zimra. That he's born is Pesukit Zimra, who Eich Shinis Hava Olam as Ma'ayin Liyesh. Because what's the discussion? The discussion, the basic discussion of Pesukit Zimra is the creation of the world. Creation of the world to Ayin Liyesh, right? Nothing to something. That's Ba'ainu Shinis Havu Liyosef Chinis Metzias Yesh. What does that mean? What does that mean? How it became a yesh. How it became a yesh. Right. That it's a metzias. That the, that the world is a metzias. What's the idea that it's a metzias yesh? What's the, what are those words coming to tell me, Gabriel? It's not atmos. No. What are those words coming to tell the, me, Zachariah? The next word of davening is... The no, no, no. Just metzias yesh. What is metzias yesh? Feel separate from Hashem. Feel separate from Hashem. Right. Metzias means a form. A yesh means that it's a yesh that I have my own separate existence. I'm a yesh. Right. Me'ayin. If you think I'm coming from somewhere, tell me where am I coming from, right? There's a phrase yesh me'ayin. Me'ayin means from where. Also, you could translate it as right. Uh, I'm, I'm, I have my own form of existence, right? That's that's a very wondrous thing if you think about it. Like, how is that really possible? That any thing should be able to feel itself as being separate from its creator, right? Makes no sense. But that's the focus point of Pesukim Zimra is how Hashem is creating all these things as a Metzias However, despite the fact that a person or, or a, a whale or a table is experiencing life as being a Yesh, our meditation is how they're Mahayva Oysam Me'ayin Liesh, which means what, Teba? 
sure you're saying the right answer, but I just can't hear you. What? New Josh, what's Mahayvasam? Their existence. How they are Mahayvam. Being brought into existence, right? That's that's our job in Pesukah Zimra. Not that there isn't a, uh, a, a world. There is a world. And the world is being brought into existence every single moment from Hashem. That's what the focus point is. That there's a There is this Kayechaloki which is bringing them into existence from nothing to something. So this is like, for example, the, right, the wondrousness of the of the meditation of bringing into existence this is very wondrous right and all the different examples of right we know there's a lot of different meditations on right the idea of how Hashem is creating everything right the beginning of right how everything is being created from the letters of Hashem being brought into existence and if Hashem would close his mouth for one second everything would cease to exist that's one idea the idea of for example a famous example that is brought in many Maimarim of this is throwing a rock up into the air right that the rock is only there for as long as right as long as the power of the of the rock right what is that called kinetic energy right is surrounding the rock in order to bring it up yeah and once that kinetic energy dissipates what happens to the rock it automatically goes back to its original state of being which is sitting on the ground right so it has to be a constant energy that's creating it because its natural state of being is iron so in the case of the rock its natural state of being is being on the ground not flying in the air when you're walking down the street and you see a ball go flying by your head you didn't think wow so interesting look at that flying ball you say who threw the ball right because it's something is causing the ball to go in a way that is not the norm for this ball the normal place for a, a physical object is to be sitting on the ground at a, in a state of anacha dalad dalad obviously <laughs> that goes without saying <laughs> that's a given right not, well not necessarily oh okay it depends we're going to see today Rabbi Yosef what is he going to say right <laughs> Depends if you hold by Kluta or not by Kluta. Right, okay. So, see, that's a Hasidus and Niglin, Niglin, Hasidus. Right, there we go. Okay, so the idea is that, that this energy is causing it to constantly. So, when a person thinks about that for a second, right, like he talks about the idea of where is that coming from? It's coming from Hashem's Chachma, right? And Hashem's Chachma is Habe, is right? Like it says in the famous letter from, from the Alter Rebbe, from um, um, letter uh, Yud Aleph. Uh, in uh, in Tanya, right? How it's how it's creating everything, right? Behold, rega verega, right? Me'ayin mamit, right? It's coming from absolute nothingness. So a person recognizes that if everything he sees is being created every single second, me'ayin, it's coming from nothing. It's being constantly pu- pushed into existence, right? This is the this is the idea of the thing existing, but it it's only there as a as a very you know is it really an, is it is it a real existence? Like right. This is the famous. This is the famous mimer from Haumnam. Right from Tafresh Mem Gimel. Different levels of the, you know, how do we understand the creation? Right. So he begins by by explaining on the first level how everything has a, uh, a spiritual source. Right. For example, uh, you know, uh, the lion, right, is coming from 
a spiritual source of lions, right? Of, of from the, from the Merkava, and an ox, and all the animals comes from that. And then you have how everything is coming from uh, from this whole Seder Ishtalshalus. And if at any point of time, any part of the Seder Ishtalshalus would shine more light than is the norm, then that thing would just cease to exist. It's almost like you know if you put it like you have an ice cube. Right, and ice cube exists only because it's currently at a certain temperature. But let's say that you put the ice cube in a hotter temperature. Like let's say you put it into this into this um, pan. Right, it's, it's sitting there very nice in cold water. You have ice, but you decide to turn on the turn on the fire underneath the pan. So the ice cube doesn't become something else. It just ceases to exist as its shape of being an ice cube. Right, it doesn't become a different entity doesn't now become uh, a, a grain of salt, right, or something like that. No, it, it just, it loses its mitzias of being a solid, and it becomes a liquid, right? Same thing, that's basically that first level of meditation. It's that everything in the world has a spiritual source for it, and if that spiritual source would just give a drop more uh, energy into any, whatever it is, it would just cease to exist, that's it. It wouldn't. It wouldn't like all of a sudden become burned up in a you know like in a fire or something like that. It's not like a piece of toast that would burn. It doesn't work that way. It just wouldn't be. I like, that's why I like the ice cube example. I think that's a really good example because pe- the piece of ice is not now becoming burned or something like that. No, it's just stopping being a piece of ice. It's becoming a liquid. It's just going back to its normal state of being. What's its normal state of being is to flow like a liquid. You've caused the ice, the water the hydrogen molecules and the oxygen molecules to become solid. But really, that's not their normal state of being. Their normal state of being is, is to be water, right? Left to its normal, you know, if you take an ice cube and you put it on the ground outside, it's going to melt. It's not going to stay an ice cube. It's going to melt, right? Unless you're, you know, in the North Pole or Canada or Mars in the winter or whatever. But generally speaking, that's, it's not going to stay that way. That's the first level of meditation. Second level of meditation is more the idea of yesh me'ayin, which is this idea of how Hashem is constantly putting the letters, putting the words out there, and if Hashem would stop saying the letters, it would cease to exist, that it's a constant existence. So that's the example of, uh, of the throwing the apple in the air or the rock in the air or the idea of, you know, of, of like if you would see like the apple, really, what is it really? It's really just letters of Hashem. We're perceiving it as an apple, but if we, our eyes would be given permission to see, all we would see is the, is, the, uh, is the letters of Hashem. That's all you would be able to see. It's only because we, our eyes were not given permission to see this. Right? There's famous stories of the Rebbeim with this whole idea that all they see is the, right, the, the Alter Rebbe three days before he passed away or whatever it was. And with this Amosetic, he says, what do you see up there? I see a beam. You know, I see, all I see is the letters of Hashem. I don't see anything else. That's all the Rebbe said. I can't see it. What? Uh, yeah, people keep on telling me about this movie. I have to one day. I'll have to watch this movie. But it's a. Uh, I mean, I've never. I. But they say they reference this very often with regards to this kind of concept. You watch it, and it's spiritual source. You don't have to watch it. You got it. Okay. Okay. But it's. Just, but apparently, it's a really talking a lot about uh, Hasidus. I don't know. If that might be, I guess that's where they got it from. I don't know. Um, but what? Oh, really? Uh, okay, whatever. I don't know. Anyway, and then, then obviously the third level is is 
uh, that there is, you know, that there that doesn't that even that doesn't exist, right? And that's the famous marshal of the ray and the ray and the sun, right? That the Alter Rebbe talks about in Shari Yehurimuna, and and it goes into in Maimer Haumnam. I think I may have taped that Haumnam. That's also really an important Maimer for everyone to learn. Okay, we'll do that. Maybe we'll do that after. Um, uh, what you want to call it? Do that after. Um, after we finish this section on Abbas Yisrael. Okay, anyway. So anyway, so what he's saying here, so this is the beginning, this is the, this is the meditation of Sukkot Zimra. Right? Right? Okay, so that's one level. So then that's one meditation. Then he says, Whenever you see a Vachain in Maimer, it means now he's saying a second idea. Okay, so now he says v'chein beribu and yivroim shinishavu mahara bevechin is ribu ad einkate. So what's this talking about? What's this meditation? New meditation now. The amount of creations there. Mm-hmm. Different types ribu. The different types of how many different types? Like we went through yesterday when we were talking about how many different types of sharks are there? How many different types of fish are there in the sea? I mean, I mean that's, it's an unbelievable question. One is existence bichlal, and one is all the different types of... One is the bringing into existence of existence, right? The Hashem's, and the second meditation now that he's mentioning is, look at all the different types of existence. How many different types of grass there are in the world? How many types of trees are there in the world? Rabu, ma'asecha, like there's different types. Like why did Hashem have to make so many different types of palm trees? It's a, it's a, it's a wondrous idea, Yeah. Different types. Or different types. Or does it just mean a lot? No, no, different types here he's talking about. Ribui ad kates. Right? It's so many different types. Right? <laughs> that he says like this. Zu Right? move on Right? So here, again, the focus point here is on the creations. And by seeing how incredibly wondrous the creations are, you could add to that then. Right? So uh, you see that there are literally probably, I don't know, are there hundreds of different types of palm trees? I don't know. Maybe at least there's in the tens. Probably there are different types. Like there's so many different crossbreeds and this breeds, whatever. There are different types, literally. Like you could look at one palm tree and you don't even recognize it as being similar to the next palm tree. It's like so different. The, 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 the mean, the species I'm talking about. And then in each species, you have literally tens of thousands of these trees. So here, once again, we'll stop with this, uh, is, is you're looking at the creation and it should expand your brain. Like, wow, like, why did Hashem do it this way? Right? It's incredible. I mean, I always think about, one of the things that I think about, it's not exactly this, uh, this meditation, but it's on a similar uh, uh, point of view, is if you think about it, uh, human beings, right? You know, 99.99999% of them, everyone, thank God, is born with two eyes, a nose, a mouth, two ears, basically hair on his head, right? And you think about it, how no one looks the same. How could that be? How many billion people are there? You're dealing with the same parts. If, if you were to draw a picture, right, with two eyes, nose, mouth, two ears, hair on the head, right? Or let's even take out the hair because, you know, you could say, oh, this one has blonde hair, this one has red hair, this one has brown hair, whatever. This one doesn't have but hair. But this one doesn't have hair, right? This one has some hair, right? 
if you take that out, I mean, the bottom line is how many, how many different types, how many pictures could you possibly make that they look different? I mean, I, I don't know, maybe, you know, I mean, it's like, it's, it's so incredible that you could walk down the street and every single person is dealing with the exact same product, so to speak. And they all look, everyone looks at completely different. It's just, it's just mind boggling. It's a mind boggling thing. How could that possibly be? It's wild if you think about it, right? And that Shem is created, uh, that, that only, you know, the Abishur could do such a thing, right? It's, it's incredible. You know, Masha Inkin, like if you look at, like, let's say, uh, uh, you know, uh, a dog, for example. Well, let's not use the example of a dog, it's not a, a, a pure animal. But let's say a cow. I mean, if you, if, you, if, you, if you take a look at cows, I mean, I can't imagine that they, you know, I, I mean, if you have a one species of cow, that they look so different one to the next. They look probably pretty similar. I mean, or you look at, you know, how, you know, you have all these uh, macaws, you know, a nice bird or whatever, red and blue macaw, let's say. You know, so they all basically look the same. They're not looking, they're not looking so different, you know. They're, they all look basically the same. Here you have human beings, billions of human beings, literally billions of human beings that are dealing with the same, you have the same literal character things, uh, or not character, but, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it? Physical makeup. Good, that's a good way of describing it. Right, composition. And they, everyone looks different. That's, it's, it's wild. It's a wild idea. It's incredible. Anyway, so that, these these meditations are supposed to be mind-altering, right? They're supposed to be like expanding the brain to like recognize, wow, you know, it's like... But again, we're not talking about Hashem here. We're fo- the focus is on the creation, not on Hashem. And that's a very, very big difference, right? It's Yes, it's talking about Hashem eventually. Uh, Hashem made this. Hashem is continuing to make this. Hashem is making it with only His breath. But, it's, but the, the meditation is really on... Uh, this type of shark and this type of shark and this type of shark and this type of shark. Right? That's the meditation. Good, clear. Yeah. So when we say in Ishmael stopping, rebay, rebay, revabis. Different types. Or different types. Different types. Different types. I mean, it means even in the different types. So I mean, you have also each type has like, you know, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands. I mean, it depends on the animals. You know, whatever uh, of different types or you know. Like we say, like diamonds. How many billion diamonds are there in the world? You know, it's such a popular and such an expensive uh, rock, right? Because people decided this should be an expensive rock as opposed to a piece of coal, right? Uh, you know, but... Uh, or how many, how many uh, ounces of gold are there in the world? You know what I mean? It's like... More than you think. Ounces of gold? More than you think. <laughs> How many? How many? How many? How many? How many? How many ladies are there in the world that have gold, gold rings? Someone explained to me once, probably the size of maybe about about this room, and including Tonka and maybe the fader. That's how much gold there is. Fill that up. Yeah. Okay. 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 Okay.